0: Once again, welcome to another beautiful live session of the Porter's Gate online broadcast. This is your Beyond Devotional segment. Uh, We want to thank God for another beautiful day. Heaven has given us the opportunity to see and we will continue to rejoice and be glad in it. I hope you had a wonderful night rest. Well, this morning, once again, we will press into the word of the Lord. We will seek the heart of the Father. We will find... Is blueprint for this new day and how we are to navigate the realities that are before us. I believe the Spirit of the Lord has continued to share light into that which He is demanding and requiring of us, and I hope that every one of us, as we continue to receive this matching order, will continually adjust, all right, our wine skin to prefer, all right, uh, to excuse me, to offer to God that which is required so that we, we you know, we can become that house that is being poured into in manifesting the, the desire and the demand of God for this new day. We are going to continue once again this morning several things that I felt the Spirit of the Lord has highlighted in my spirit that we're going to be looking into. And I believe the Lord will give us insight and grace to press further as He will unveil His Word to us. Father, once again, we thank you for your grace, for your goodness, for your mercy, for your love. Thank you, Father, for counting us worthy. Yes, for finding us, yes, holy as your people that you're going to pour into in this new day of that which your spirit is demanding and requiring. Lord, even as we submit to you and surrender to your your counsel and your intention. We pray that you will open our eyes of understanding. Illuminate our minds, O Father. Help us to see beyond that which, yes, men have seen. Help us to go beyond religion. Help us to go beyond the traditions of men. Help us to go beyond that which has limited the walls of the church impacting, yes, the advancement and the development of your intention in, in in the nation. Help us to go higher. Help us to come deeper into the place where you want to reveal your heart and your mind to us. We thank you this morning once again as your spirit, oh God, leads us further. Father, we agree with you and we're pressing into the place of your pleasure. We thank you this morning for that which your spirit has begun to unveil to us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, once again, I want to welcome welcome you. Uh, we, we We were looking at some very important principle yesterday, dealing with the high places. And I just felt this morning that I, I, I need to, you know, expatiate on, on on some of the points we, we looked at yesterday. But before we do that, I, I just quickly want to Highlight, you know, one one or two points that I, you know, I, I felt we need to look into again to give us at least that, you know, uh, understanding and, and 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 spiritual position to to you know to move further in in that which the spirit of the Lord is demanding of us in terms of the right template. Because what we're dealing with, alright, is to first of first of all have that spiritual template. Okay, that is that's that that is incoherent with that which the Spirit of the Lord is is saying. Because if our heart is not in agreement with with the demand of God, with the mandate of the Spirit, with a requirement of of the Lord, then it becomes very difficult for us to actually press into that reality, into that new day, if you will, of you know the the the, the demand of God for our life. So we are looking at two things, all right, in this season of you know a a, a, a shift. All right, in this season of spiritual transformation and development, in this season that we've tagged, all right, the dynamics of, of a shift in season, particularly regarding a nation, and we're looking at South Africa in context, all right. So, there are several things that we have said that I felt, okay, we have laid a good foundation, but I also feel that we need to further press and create that awareness in the sense that if we lack, okay, like I said yesterday, if we lack, the understanding or the, the spiritual understanding of the demand of God of that which the spirit of the Lord is saying in terms of our readiness in terms of our awareness in terms of our preparedness ooh, it's cold here in terms of our preparedness alright then uh, uh, it's going to be a bit challenging for us to be able to come into alright that you know day where we buy into the, you know the demand of God the required standard of God that is important that we are awakened into that reality that we truly know that God is in fact moving in our day god is God is changing the sphere God is you know redesigning the sphere, and we have to play our role in terms of positioning ourselves. I remember yesterday. You know, uh, 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 using the con- the concept of you know the th- the th- the three tiers of of leadership or, or government, if you will, that is required. Here we find Moses, all right, on the mountain, positioned on the mountain with his hand lifted. Here is you know Joshua in the valley fighting the Lord's battle against the Amalekite. and Here is Aaron and all, all right, lifting the weak hand of Moses. That this three dimension must be must be understood and must you know work in sync for us to be able to advance or right? everybody must play their role must find their role and play their role. So that is something that I, I feel we need to really impress again in our heart. That everyone has got a duty. We all have a role to play in that which the Spirit of the Lord is demanding. In that way, the Spirit of the Lord is requiring every one of us has got a role. Understanding the role Amen, that we play in the advancement, in the purposes of God. Either in the place of prayer, in the place of fasting, in the place of just living the kind of a life that is in alignment with that which the spirit of god all right is saying i think it's something that is very very vital and relevant to that to which all right will allow us to corporately move towards that place where the will of god the counsel of god the purposes of god becomes a reality i think that is something that we've got to look into so we've got to be able to identify ourselves all right are we playing the role of a joshua are we playing the role of a moses are we Excuse me, are we playing the role of aaron and or we 've got to find our place. We cannot generalize this thing all right The government must play their you know their their role as you know political leader all right The government of the church must also play their role society, family everyone must play their role so that when we all advance, amen we are advancing in the directive and in the gu- in the guidance of spiritual instruction and I think that is something we 've got to be able to lay you know, solid within the template of our heart so that we are not missing that which the Spirit of the Lord is is, is requiring of us. Because in this kind of, you know, a situation where what we're dealing with seem, look very complex, all right? We can, we, can, we can all abdicate our, you know, responsibility or even connection because we feel this, this thing is just too much. This thing is just too much. But if we've learned to play our role, if we learn to find our place and function within the context of that which heaven has called us into, then it becomes easy, all right, for for us to begin to see the kind of victory, for us to begin to see the kind of success that we are looking for. So, one of the things, once again, that I really want to touch on this morning, all right, because yesterday we were dealing with the, with the, the concept of dealing with the high places, dealing with the high places, dealing with the strong goals, okay, because if you look at what has been hindering, all right, the movement of nation, the movement of, you know, society, particularly here in Africa, all right, uh, uh, it's because of certain, you know, ingrained belief system, certain concept of lifestyle, all right, that we have imbibed, and those lifestyle, all right, they are deeply connected into, you know, some, you know, uh, 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 wrong Perceptions, you know, value system, you know, religious spirit, or right, a uh, uh, spiritism, or right, as strong goals, alright, the things that have become part of our life that would not necessarily allow us to um, to move to advance to the place where we begin to see, or right, deliberate change in our life, and 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 these are all deliberately done, all right? Via you know, uh, you know the the, the you know the, the the history, all right, that 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 has defined our life. Okay, many of us in Africa, you know, went through you know, slave, you know, slave trade or, uh, uh, you know, the apartheid and, you know, all kinds of, you know, uh, 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 issues that, 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 are, that, that, are you know, to some degree, you know, culture, our concept of thinking, our pattern of thinking that, you know, when it comes to certain beliefs, all right, we, and, and, and certain demands, it, we find it very difficult to, to, you know, to adjust and to bring ourselves in, in that right spiritual, and not even spiritual, but even mental—you know—a a, a discipline to change the course, to change the direction—is like we have been programmed to believe, to behave, and to and to and to act in certain ways that are contrary to the will of God, that are contrary even to our own personal development. Okay, we easily give up, all right, when when things don't work up. Excuse me, when things don't, you know, work out for us, we easily give up. When things, or right, looks contrary, we don't go ahead and try and try again until we see results. It, it, it's like we have come to accept that this is our lot. This is who we are, all right? You you remember people will make statements like, well, it is Africa, the African time, all right? You know, you're supposed to be somewhere for 10 o'clock. You're just getting there, you know, uh, after 10, maybe even to, to 11, and you expect to get the job. You expect to get, all right, uh, uh, you know, whatever it is that you know that you're that you're looking for you expect the person to be waiting for you you know there are certain ingrained beliefs all right that has become part of our life that are may not necessarily be things that we need to deal with spiritually spiritually in the sense that we don't need to fast all right to to begin to deal with the issues of you know keeping to time we don't need to begin to fast you, you know in, in, in Dealing with the issues of just you know being a person of integrity—that's what I mean. That that these little things that right, that you know it becomes a challenge to who we are as individuals. Are uh, you know as some of the very bedrock that define the complex challenges. Because if we cannot keep to time, if our words if our words cannot be trusted. All right, somebody says all right I'm going to be there and you're not there and you will not even make you know a, a call to say well I'm sorry that I cannot make it all right simple protocols that we 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 have lost okay the issues of not even Believing and trusting in your own in your own strength, in that that you're able to do what you what you feel or right, you you've been cap- capacitated to do, you've been given the grace to do. So, so the issues of low self-esteem, the issues of insecurity. I mean, look at the worth of life today in Africa. It, it, it's like everywhere you go, people really do not have a worth. They don't have a worth for their own life. So how would they have a worth, you know, you know, and value for other people's life? So th- th- this little thing. Look at the kind of you know killings that that is taking place now we're hearing of you know teenagers you know s- school children killing themselves you know within the walls of, 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 of a classroom so so these are little little things that people may think well these are societal yeah they are societal issue but they are, these are issues that are that you know that speaks deep into the ingrained mindset of how we think so we have to first of all begin to look because when we talk about dealing with the high places I want us to be able to contextualize them and bring them down to practicality yes in the Bible there is the high places where you know places that people go you know to, to go consult certain gods and you know do certain you know things so that they can prosper or so that they can have certain you know narratives in their life but today the high places are just beyond a place if yes we still have those places that people go to and consult we still have paths of darkness we still have people consulting. I mean, in fact, they are so rife today in the church that we have churches today consulting evil powers, all right? Just to have, just for the man of God to have power, all right, just for the man of God to be able to show. And and these are some of the things, all right, that are that have become hindrance to that which we're talking about because we're talking about a shift in season if there's a shift in season there has to be a complete reorientation of our life we have to redefine we have to re- reevaluate our you know concept of existence all right the way we look at ourselves as men the way we look i mean today they will talk about father's day all right how do we define ourselves as fathers how do we see ourselves I mean, as men in society all right men today that are expressing themselves in 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 the concept of of, you know some physical strength alright that what defines your manhood is the, is your ability to be able to hit a woman or, you know these are things or you know or even kill a child these are things that are abnormal in our society that has become norm that we've got to be able to deal with alright. because we're dealing with issues that deals with our inability alright to move on to advance to come to the place of divine you know purpose like I was saying that if truly we are spiritual and we're working in the concept of true spiritual spirituality our spirituality ought to be translated into societal transformation societal reform if we are if we are spiritual and our spirituality is not impacting our behavior is not impacting our character all right that your words Cannot be taken to the bank that your yes is not yes and your no is not yes is not no. Then 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 something is wrong somewhere. And these are things that I'm looking at that people can easily get offended. All right, today you say something, tomorrow somebody misinterpret what you're saying, and the next thing, all right, somebody take offense. I mean, these are little, little, little things. But these little things are the complex challenges of our life. We are so divided more than ever before. All right, you know, pe- people. I mean, pe- people come together in the next few, three, four months, everything completely scattered because of somebody's attitudes, because of somebody's character, because of somebody's behavior. And these are the things that speak into productivity because the Bible says, can two work together except they be in agreement. So the terms of reference of our agreement has to be based on the principles of, of, you know, of of fairness, of integrity, or uh, of, of, of character, or, you know, of consistency, of faithfulness. If those things are not there, how do people work together that's why homes marriages are breaking up are scattering all right many people are together in their homes and their marriages they're just trying to keep it together but but the values that defines all right those marriages and those you know relationships are completely aberrant are completely out of order and that's why when they push themselves to the wall they can no longer take it they say, I want out. Okay, you go your way. I go I go my way. So these are issues that we need because when we begin to allow scripture to speak into areas of our life, you see, this morning, I, I, I'm bringing it down to practicality. When we begin to allow scripture to speak into areas of our life, then we begin to appreciate that indeed we are far from that which all right we predict our our development because development does not begin because we prayed remember like i always say when we pray the prayer is to give us insight is to give us understanding is to reveal us to us is to show i mean prayer is like a light all right that is beamed into your heart into your life all right god begins to scan you and begins to tell you these are areas you need to deal with these are areas you need to you know correct these are areas you need to adjust if you don't do that all right you're not going to get the result of you know your your request all right many times we, we we're asking god to do things for us meanwhile our life amen is in opposite direction of the values of that which will allow god amen to even answer those prayers so these are issues we've got to look at we've got to deal with all right these are strong goals and these strong goals cannot be kept these strong goals cannot be buried these strong goals, amen cannot be i mean like this morning i mean i'm here this morning you know in my caravan, you know. Bring in this word. I mean, I could, I could be, I could be in, in on the bed sleeping. I could be somewhere under, you know, blanket because it's cold. My hands are freezing here. I mean, I'm, I can hardly feel my hand. But guess what? Because I've got a, an, an objective, there is something the Spirit of the Lord, Amen, will have me do. All right, so I have to push my feelings aside. I have to push the way I feel. I have to push, Amen. You know, the harshness of the weather aside. All right, I have to be. I have to be on my watch. I have to be on my wall. I have to be in my position. I have to do what. Is required of me so that amen. I can continue to, you know, at least change that which the Lord will have me change in terms of the spiritual sphere, in terms of the spiritual atmosphere, in terms of that which amen is required. Because if we don't play our role, and that takes discipline to play your role, takes a discipline for you to be consistent, takes discipline for you to be committed, take discipline. discipline for you to see what God is doing, amen, and buy into it and 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 you know, and and invest into it, it takes discipline because the enemy. Is gonna wake you up one morning and saying, "Ah, uh-uh, this thing is not going the way I wanted." All right, and then you're just gonna change. So, in a situation where people are inconsistent, in a situation where people are not committed, they're not faithful. How can we see change? And I'm bringing all this down to the concept of being, you know, in a, 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 you know, a productive person in society because that's what we want to see. Talking about, you know. You know, a new day, a new dawn. All right, this demands that every aspect of our life is updated, is upgraded, amen. Is imparted with knowledge, with wisdom. We've got to come to a season of divine awareness, and that awareness must readjust our template, must readjust, amen. Our character must. We can no longer define ourselves. All right, we've been looking at the scripture in in Ezekiel chapter, you know, chapter twenty-two, verse thirty. God said, "I sought for a man to stand in the gap." In and we've been saying that in the day, God. Wants to bring a change into society. God always finds individuals. So God looks for a man, and we say this man, Amen, is not a male species. This man, amen, is a spiritual character, is a spiritual position because the spirit man, amen, because the spirit is called the spirit man. So God is looking for you, amen, as a female. God is looking for me as a male man. God is looking for a quality of a man. He said, I search for a man among them. Alright. And, the, and the and the and the and the thing we 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 highlighted is we cannot be one among them that has been found, amen, without having a different quality of character. The Bible says, amen, Caleb had a different spirit. He had a different quality of lifestyle. He had a different quality of behavior. The Bible says, Caleb, amen, had a different spirit. No wonder Caleb and Joshua could say to Moses, no, we are able to take the land. Caleb and Joshua will not allow, amen, the general belief, amen, the general chorus of the people, the mindset of the people, the way the leader thought, because these people who went to spy the land according to... You know, uh, 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 in Numbers thirteen and fourteen, were leaders, but these are leaders that have been captured by the same spirit, all right, that, that you know, that has that has enslaved the society. The same spirit of fear, the same spirit of insecurity, the same spirit of that. So it's not about one being a leader. You can be a leader, but your mindset, amen, is still, amen, with you know, with with, with you know, uh, is still basically defined by you know how the people generally think. Because what defines our position, amen, as as kingdom people is that we think differently is that we see differently is that we operate differently is that our our interaction our engagement to life our values to life amen is completely different we cannot be amen among them thinking with them doing things that they do and become an instrument that will bring a change it's never going to happen it's never going to happen. When God takes amen, somebody from among them, God refines the man. Amen. And and the reason God will refine the man is because that person obviously wants God to do that. So, if God has found us, but we are unwilling, we are ready, we are not prepared, amen, to go on with God, to become that vessel, that heaven, amen. I mean, David was a man that God found, amen, in his day. But guess what? David had been going through process of training. Esther was a man that God found, amen, in our day. But She's been going through process that nobody knew of until the day she showed up hallelujah at the palace. And the king could not look at any other person and say, This is the woman, this is the person I want to be my queen. We've got to give ourselves and yield ourselves, amen, to a higher training, to a higher skill development, to a higher capacity, so that when we appear, amen, we become a solution. In the entire camp, nobody could face Goliath of God. Nobody could face Goliath of God. And not the, and, 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 and the ability, excuse me, the fact that David was able to challenge Goliath. Amen. We know that that is something that did not come from him. That came from his position, from his relationship with God. Amen. For, I mean, And when you have a relationship with God, it changes your view. It changes. I mean, David is looking at this giant and david is saying i'm able to bring you down because david knew something that others did not know and this is the point that i'm making that we cannot say we want to go on with god we want to bring the change to our nation to our society amen and we are buried in the same quicksand that has buried you know others we cannot it's not going to happen this thing is not rocket science it's not going to happen we have to be a people of a different quality of character, we have to be a people, amen, of a different mentality we have to have insight, we have to go the extra mile, we have to be ready, amen, to to become, amen, that vessel that person, who we go on behalf of, and it doesn't take somebody amen, being given a leadership position, to pr- to play the role of a leader Leadership, like I've, I've I've been explaining for a while now Leadership is a concept of who you are First of all, leadership is an initiative you take When you find people who cannot take initiative When you find people right, who don't know how to keep their house clean If you find people who, who don't know how to keep their environment clean If you find people who, who don't know how to put things in their right place I mean, that just tells you this we cannot make good leaders I mean, when things are bad and you leave it there all right? You know this cup is not supposed to be there but you see it and you leave it there, it make, it immediately tells me that you're not a leader. A leader will look at and say, no, You're not supposed to be here, you're supposed to be here. That's what a leader is. It starts from a personal initiative. Alright. It starts from a personal initiative. They say leadership begins, amen, on how you keep your bed, amen. How you keep your home. Amen. If you want to know a good leader, let the person open his or a cupboard, you know, a clothing cupboards. Then you're gonna see. I mean, these are all. Practical little things that defines who we are, because it's it's from that little point, amen, that heaven begins to commit, amen. Other things into our hand He who is not faithful in little, alright, cannot be cannot be committed with much. A lot of people are praying. They want God to use them God use me We want to bring a change to our community But yet you cannot even control your own household Your children are going crazy They are A-wired They are here and there They are all scattered They are drinking here They are humanizing here and there They are doing drugs here and there How how can God use you to be a leader in the community When the people point at you and say Hey go fix your house first Before you come talk to us This is what we are talking about This thing begins from us It begins from who we are it begins from how we deal with our own life how we manage our own life if we're gonna stand out there amen i mean a lot of people pointing finger to the president he must do this he must do that i tell you they must point that finger to themselves because they themselves are not putting things in order if everybody and this is the point that i'm making if everybody would begin to fix their own immediate household if you fix your household, I fix my household. If you fix your community, I fix my community. Guess what? Before you know, we're we we're, we're fixing the entire city. We're fixing the entire province because that's how it is. Personal governance. Personal governance is what gives us capacity, amen, to govern in community, in govern in society. If we cannot do that, it's not gonna happen. But all this begins from what I began to you know speak about, and that deals with the strong goals of our life. Because there is a particular way we've been programmed. I was saying, I was the last week that God cannot use us to want to bring a change to our society, all right? And we're still thinking the way they general colored person would think, the way the general Nigerian would think, the way the general American would would think, the way the general you know, British man will think, all right, or the way they, you know, the Zulu man or the Kosama man. Well, you know, you know how we have this little, you know, uh, closet of how we we we, we process things. I you mean, know, from from where we come from, all right. And and sometimes those things are, got, are, are good, but in most cases they are not actually in alignment, amen, you know, with the right process of thought that will help development. So first of all, we've got to be able to recognize that these are blind spots in my own life, all right. I've got to understand my blind spot all right and when somebody points out your blind spot to you don't get angry about it don't feel uh, uh, why are you talking about this why are you talking about me you know you've got to be able to you know humble yourself enough to accept and say yes so i, I never knew these things are there okay thank you for highlighting those things i'm going to deal with them that is a person who wants to improve improves him or herself. but if you are challenging if you are standing against if you are getting angry if somebody points out your blind spot or point out the blind spot of a community of a society then that society will never advance because what we need to do in our day will require that we go the extra mile all right i mean if you look at the call of the president he's been talking about so many things A new dawn we want to see change in our land but change begins from amen our position of of attitude, our position of sight, our position of understanding, how we interact, how we see, how we look. I mean, I was thinking about something this morning. I mean, a uh, uh, general South Africans are not even patriotic to the nation. Alright? The love of this nation uh, is not in the heart of a general you know, uh, John out there, Jones out there. It's not there. So we have to begin to reorientate amen, our value system. We've got to collapse amen? The, the, the the barriers, you know, the walls that have, sh- that have you know, that have hindered us from seeing and from understanding that which heaven, amen, is demanding from this new, from 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 us in this new day. We've got to recognize that and begin to deal with those things one by one. And when we begin to recognize that, then change begins because change starts from me. Change does not start from the presidency. Change does not start from the you know from the president. It doesn't start from that rich man or that. No, no. It starts from me. My attitude, amen, towards life. My attitude towards my immediate world. My attitude towards my own children. Towards My wife, my husband, my attitude towards my sibling, my attitude towards my community, my attitude towards my boss, my attitude towards, amen, my employer, my employee, my attitude, amen, begins the process of change. Because if you cannot do that, then we're not ready. I mean, we'll just be talking, we'll just be speaking, and it will all be empty words. So that's something that i really felt we need to really address all right as we continue to deal with the dynamics of change all right god is changing god is bringing change but change requires that we are be- that we become aware all right in a season where there is a shift we've got to understand the context of our Internal personal change. What do what do I need to change? What do I need to deal with? What do I need to address? What do I need to adjust? What do I need to let go of? What do I need to you know accept? Who do I need to connect with? Who do I need to cut off my relationship? Because all this thing must speak into that which builds you up, that which empowers you, that which motivates you to move into that place where you become relevant, highly productive person. We've got to look into that. And another thing that we're going to look at is in the day where God begins to proclaim a shifting season. Not everybody will understand. Not everyone will appreciate it. Not everybody will buy into that which the Lord is doing, that which Amen is being declared, that which is being called upon. Not everybody, because not everybody sees that which Amen is required or demanded. Like I said, some people just don't have the initiative. Some people don't just have the sight to see. Some people are not just aware. They, you know, some people are just are just followers. They just follow and they follow Blindly, they follow blindly, they have no sense of their own to process things that when they hear things, all right, that they're able to process those things, they're able to process whatever they've heard, all right. They're able to process whatever whatever they've read, they're able to process whatever they you know they, they have received, and they then they, they make their own decision, knowing that truly this is what the Lord will have me do. This is the, this is the direction the Lord all right will have me engage. If you don't have that, then it becomes difficult all right so we we must find ourselves in a situation where we understand what is going on and we are making the right decision all right that demands the, the, the required change all right that you know is required from us so being able to articulate what is happening in the spirit that's another point i want to make being able to articulate what is happening in the spirit in a manner that will allow people to understand to see now this is a position of you know uh, uh, you you being a leader all right X-X- Pressing that to which the spirit of the Lord, amen, is demanding, like what I'm doing, all right, what I've been doing for a while now, because what I'm doing for a while now is basically trying to articulate, try to help people to, you know, to make sense of that which is happening, particularly in the nation of South Africa, that there's a shifting season over this nation, but yes, that shifting season doesn't mean that suddenly everything is just going to go all nice, all well, no, there's going to be challenge, there's going to be resistance, there's going to be battle, there's going to be decisions that we need to make, all right, That will not not Be palatable We need to make courageous decision amen some people will need to be fired some people will need to be removed all right some some decisions will need to be made that that you know that are challenging that are difficult but guess what it is to us the place of spiritual development it is to us the place amen of corporate productivity amen of our life of our society if we cannot make those decisions in fact concerning our life if we cannot because like I said whatever we're gonna see or whatever we want to see happen amen from a national level has to start from our own personal lifestyle has to start from our own personal lifestyle so being able to articulate what God is doing what God is proclaiming amen is the key that we need all right you want to see change in our nation let's start from our own personal life let's start from our own individual you know lifestyle the way we think the way we behave the way we interact the way we you know relate all this must speak into that which amen will impact amen the the condition of our society and this 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 these are some of the things that i feel the spirit of the lord amen because Like I said, everybody must play their own role The government must play their role Amen, the church must play their role Amen, family, homes must play their role Fathers, schools, institutions must play their role Everybody But for us to be able to do that We need a coherent understanding We need somebody to help us To give us a clarity Amen, of of, of the direction Of where the spirit of the Lord Is leading us as a nation Alright, and we've been talking about that So being able to articulate what the spirit of the Lord is saying or doing in the manner amen that maintain our focus that maintains our energy that maintains our direction towards the new realm or towards the new place or towards the new territory heaven is leading us into is a powerful spiritual you know uh, uh, orientation we've got to develop all right we've got to be able to maintain our focus maintain our energy because in the day where amen heaven proclaims a new day in the day where we begin to see a shift in season what the enemy wants to do amen is to steal our focus amen is to deplete our energy amen and is to confuse our direction that's that. That's the strategy of the enemy. So we need we need leadership capacity, amen. That can keep our focus, amen. That can keep us in in line with that which God is doing. Therefore, we're able to maintain our energy. Remember, the children of Israel they came out of the land of bondage. They were heading to a place called the Promised Land. But guess what? It took them forty years to get into that position. And in fact, <laughs> out of you know the the you know the 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 the, the generation that came out, amen all of them died except for two. Now, the reason for that is because, all right, the people were not adjusting, amen, to the comings of God in their journey, to the declaration, to the movement of God, to the requirements of God, amen, you see how they antagonize the leadership, you see how they stood against that to which, amen, God is speaking to Moses. So, being able to understand that in the day of our movement, amen, requires amen, a visionary leader and we need to follow suit, we need to corp- cooperate, and amen, and Corporately, amen. Agree that with that which the spirit is saying and declaring is very vital. Like I said, a lot of people amen, in South Africa are not in agreement with what God is doing. Alright, we may be talking about you, we may, we may be saying it. Amen. People are divided as the as they uh, you know as they as the as the parties are divided. I mean, we're divided not just on party lines, we're divided on ideology, amen. We're divided amen, on, on values, we're divided on culture, we're divided amen, on, on on belief, we're divided on. So many fronts were divided because amen. Those who who, who had impacted you know the, the, the values of this nation negatively, amen, and laid that foundation of division, and that's what apartheid is all about. So we have to have insight, we have got we have to have understanding. Till today, amen. We're not just seeing apartheid amen in in institution, we're seeing apartheid, amen in homes in family among you know you know colleagues is there that spirit is there and we've got to understand that these are all tactics that the enemy i call them the landmines of a these are things the enemy has placed there just to hinder us from moving because we cannot we cannot get to the next reality except to walk amen, in coherence in understanding in unity in togetherness that's where the enemy will continue to make sure amen he he injects things that would divide us the spirit of division amen is one of the most powerful weapons the enemy is using amen to stop people to stop the church to stop community to stop society from growing from developing amen from being from becoming productive amen where there is division amen we're not talking about division of labor now where there is division amen there cannot be productivity they cannot be, pro- because where there's division, there is envy, there is strife, alright? You know, there is, there is uh, hatred, alright? There's unbelief, there's unforgiveness. I mean, you f- mention it, you find it there. Division, amen, is a, is, is a good ground, is a good breeding ground, amen, for failure. So, first of all, we have to be in unity with our own self. You, first of all, must agree with yourself. Amen. You've got to agree with yourself, spiritual and body. Amen. Your mind, your soul, your body must agree. There has to be coherency. And that's what Christ came to do. He came he came to break down the wall of partition. You see, there are two things like I keep saying. If we're studying Scripture, we've got to have clear understanding of context. Alright? why God is pulling down certain walls, on the other hand, is building walls. We've got to understand these two things must work coherently there is a pulling down of certain wall, and there's a building up of certain wall. So we cannot take a generous stand and say no, 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 no. We are not building wall because the wall tells us. Because you know the globalist movement, they say no. We're pulling down walls. We want to bring everybody together. Yes, there's a wall that we're pulling down, but there's a wall we are building. We want to build a wall, amen, of our identity, particularly in the narrative of Africa. We want to build the wall of our identity. We want to build the wall, amen, of our commitment, amen, to success, to development. We want to build a wall, amen. Of truth, of 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 honesty. We want to build a wall of integrity. We want to build a wall, amen, that, that 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 protects us, amen, from you know from the attacks of insecurity and perversion and wickedness. We want to build a wall that says we cannot be our brother's keeper. We we, we, we want to build a wall, amen, that helps us, amen, to see the light and the truth in in other people and embrace that. with the spirit of the Lord is doing in their life, amen. So whatever we we we're doing, we've got to understand the context with the spirit of the Lord. Amen. Is speaking to us so that we can journey in in unison in understanding. Hallelujah. And I said that will require, amen, a powerful, amen, visionary leader to do that for us and that's what we're praying for, amen, uh, uh, in in the life of, in our president and beyond that in the life of leaders, church leaders because church leaders ought to be you know, carriers, amen, of the good news that means the gospel is the good news the good news, my good God, the good news is is a complex message, it deals with every aspect of human life good news in our home, good news to us, amen, the development of our community, of our society, good news in in developing, amen our economy good news amen in developing amen our political class good news good news in terms of amen bringing honor integrity amen to society good news in terms of bringing respect amen to you know to community good news good news is not about jesus just dying for you yes jesus died for you at the end of the day that should be translated to character like I said, when we die, we don't just go to heaven. We live here on earth. And good news gives us insight on how to live here on earth, how to behave, how to interact. Amen. How to relate with people around us. Amen. How to live in the power of community. These are all principles we've got to understand or else the devil would just be lying to us that we are being spiritual. But our spirituality is not playing out, amen, in our interaction, in our relationship, amen, in our engagement, which is where we need, amen, the gospel the most. Like I said, a lot of people today will be going to church, but half of the people, in fact, not half of the people, 90, 90% of the people, amen, going to church this today, all right, are either living in, in, in malice with somebody in the church. I mean, there are all kinds of division. There are all kinds of lies. There are all kinds of, you know, pretense and falsehood. So we gather in a place in numbers, but yet our heart is not in sync. Our mind, amen, is completely aberrant to the standard, to the values of God. All right. We choose what we want to hear. Amen we go to places that will tell us what we want to hear not because we really love the truth God said to Ezekiel "This will are gathering before you these elders are gathering he said but their heart is not with you we've got to be able to deal with this issue because in the day where God is saying I want to do a new thing we've got to give God a new heart We've got to give God a new heart. The Bible says, "Only the pure in heart will see God." We want to see the ways of God. We want to see the the the, the, the counsels of God. We want to see the movement of God in our life, through our life, in our home, through our home. Amen. In our community, in our society. But for that to happen, we've got to have a clean heart. We've got to have a clean heart. Not a heart with agendas. Not heart, amen, with our own thing. Not heart, amen, with a pretense. No. We cannot have a heart that is corrupt and we think we are going to inter- in-, in interface with that with the Spirit of the Lord is doing. So that, that is, you know, some, uh, uh you know basic you know uh points that are very practical all right that you know i have highlighted and i hope i feel i I, excuse me i hope i I, and i pray that some of these things that i've highlighted that are very practical all right because at the end of the day our spirituality must become shoe leather it must become walkable whatever we're doing whatever we have imbibed into our life that we cannot translate into the power of lifestyle all right it's 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 not it's, it's not it's not it's not spiritual our spirituality must bible says how jesus christ was anointed with the holy spirit with power went about doing good our goodness must become an outflow of the righteousness of our life if we walk in righteousness, we should be able to manifest goodness. We should be able to manifest the fruit of the spirit. We've dealt with that some, some time back. We should be able to express amen, the grace of God. We should be able to express mercy. We should be able to express love and forgiveness. That is the standard of the word of God. So let, let me quickly go to one or two points. Right? Uh, 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 just to buttress some of the things that we've been talking about. If you look at Second Corinthians, we're dealing with, de- we're dealing with the high places alright, we're dealing, because if we're going to, we're saying that if if, if if we're going to advance, and we're going to bring, you know, our, our community, our society to this new day, that heaven has proclaimed, or is proclaiming, <clears throat> then certain things must take place in our life, alright, we've got to present to God the kind of a quality of a man, alright, that can, that can harness the grace, the power, and the prophetic intentions of God, alright, and bring them into manifestation in the earth, Right, that the word of God becomes flesh. So we're looking for a man, amen, that can bring the revelation of God's word amen into a reality and the word became flesh and dwell among men you see when that which amen heaven has given to us has a cloth, has been clothed amen has a house has a vessel amen that will manifest it in the flesh what do you think is going to happen there's going to be transformation amen within that community the bible says those who sit in the land of zebulun and Naphtali has seen a great light imagine Just imagine what happens if Jesus Christ walk into your community. Literally, imagine what is going to happen. Just imagine Jesus walking into your community. Walking on the street. Just imagine. Well, if you can imagine what Jesus will do that should be what you and I should be doing because we are supposed to be carrying Christ, we're supposed to be carrying his grace, his presence, we're supposed to be representing him, he says I have given you the power, go therefore, amen, do that which I have committed into your hand in fact he said I will never leave you nor forsake you, I am with you Lord to the ends of the earth, so if Christ is with us and we are not able to even bring little you know situation, alright to, you know, to, to order, how then do we declare that all right, we are representing Christ? I mean, these are things that b- baffles me. These are these are things that I ask myself: if I'm supposed to be carrying Christ, all right, and 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 the people around me are not seeing the light of Christ, or they are seeing it and you know they are rejecting—that's a different thing. But at least let your light so shine that men may see. That is the standard. Let your light so shine that men may see. If we're doing that, then we're representing Christ because the power of God, amen, will manifest in and through our life. But there are, like I said, there are things in our life, all right, that need we need to deal with. Because those are the things that is you know that are hindering the power of God, the glory of God, the, the authority of God, amen, from manifesting. And those are the high places. Those are the high places. Those are the high places that we've got to deal with. Those are the issues, amen, in our hearts, in our homes. Alright, we read the scripture, was it yesterday? Regarding uh, Gideon, yeah, I think it was yes. Yesterday we read Judges chapter six, chapter six and chapter seven. In Judges chapter six, God wanted to, you know, bring a, you know a, a, you know a transformation, if you will. God 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 had declared a new day upon the nation, a of Israel. And guess what? God was looking for a man. It still comes back to the principle of God looking for a man. God was looking for a man. He wasn't looking for some title. He was just looking for a man. And he found Gideon. And here's Gideon trying to get some, you know, uh, food. Because you know, every time this the children of Israel plant, all right, the Midianite comes and take their plants, take their food, all right, take their crops, all right, ravage and destroy, you know, their farms. I mean, that was a good tactic that the the, you know, the Midianites were using against the Israel to you know, to to, to keep them impoverished, amen, to keep them in farming. I mean, they plant the Midianite come and take their you know, their food. So Gideon was outside just trying to gather some food in order to run back to the cave because we were all hiding from the Midianites. The Midianites had ravaged, and destroyed the entire camp. So while Gideon was doing that, here's a being that appeared. Obviously by now we know it was an angel. All right, And the angel of the Lord says, great mighty man of war, mighty warrior. And Gideon is looking around we greeting it cannot be me i'm not a mighty man of war you can see i'm hiding i just quickly want to get some food and run back to my hiding place and the angel said no you're the man that god is going to use to turn things around in the land to turn your nation around to turn the economy around to bring back dignity to society to bring back amen transformation amen to government to bring back you know redemption to the to the land me I'm just the least person in my father's house. I have nothing. I know nothing. I don't even understand anything about military strategy. I know nothing about war. I am just an ordinary person. Look for somebody else. Ah, you're the man. You're the great man. You're the great warrior. And we know what happened. The next thing the Lord said, "Okay, this is what we're going to do. For me to use you, you're going to go to your father's house. You're going to pull down the altar, the altar of Baal. You see, at this time... Is the, the children of Israel have gone into you know idolatry. I mean, they are basically worship, you know just worshiping all kinds of perverted you know gods, all kinds of crazy things they were doing. So, God said, "Go to your father's house, pull down the altar of Baal." All right, I'm going to do that. He went there. He pulled down the altar of Baal. God says, "You've done well." Now I'm just cutting down, you know, cutting short the story. The next thing God said, okay, you've got to choose some people that are going to fight you know, with you. All right, God said, gather people. he gathered. If, if you look, look, look at chapter chapter seven of you know uh, um, Judges. The Bible says thirty-two thousand people. Amen. Out of the numbers that were gathered, thirty-two thousand people went back home. Why? Because they were afraid. So you ask yourself, why would thirty-two thousand people go back home? That tells you, amen. That tells you something about the psyche of the people and this is something I really want to you know quickly highlight as we continue to track this concept of dealing with the high places if thirty two thousand thirty two thousand people all right could go back home in fact maybe we should look into that uh maybe we should read that scripture because this is very, very, very vital and important if, we, if we're saying that God amen, is raising amen, a people in this new day that are going to go on with the Lord Amen, and make an impact in, in their life. We've got to be able to deal with, I'm, I mean, I'm just thinking now that I'm, you know, just talking about this, it's, it, it's dawning on me. How can 32,000 people go back home? Because of fear, so it tells you the, the kind of spirit, alright, that has you know that has captured the the entire community, the entire you know uh, 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 society. So a society can be captured by the spirit of fear. A society can be captured by the spirit of fear, by the spirit of timidity, by the spirit you know of of insecurity. It can, I mean, if a whole you know society can be captured, I mean, how much more homes, family. alright okay let's, let us let me take it from verse 1 early in the morning, I'm reading chapter chapter 7 of Judges, chapter 7 verse 1, early in the morning Jerubal, that is Gideon and all his men camped at the spring of Arad the camp of Midian's was not of them in the valley near the hill of Moriah, the Lord said to Gideon you have too many men I cannot deliver the Midianites into into their hands. I cannot deliver the Midianites into their hands, or else Israel will will boast against me. My strength has have saved me. Now announced to the army. Now this army. Now announced to the army. Anyone who trembles with fear may turn back and leave Mount Gilead So twenty two thousand men left, while ten thousand remain. I mean, if 22,000 in the whole army leaves, what more do you have? The Bible says it's got 10,000 people left. You want to fight a whole mighty army? 22,000 people have left. But verse 4 says, but then the Lord said to Gideon, there are still too many. Take them down to the waters. Alright. Then the Lord said to Gideon, there are still too many take them down to the waters and I will and I will tin them tin them or test them out for you there now this is this is this is this is amazing this is interesting we're talking about the caliber of people. You see, you see what God is dealing with here. God is dealing with the psyche of the people. God, because you cannot advance into a new day when your psyche, amen, is already demoralized. When your psyche, amen, is that of fear, that of you know it, intimidation, that of insecurity, that of one has, who has been victimized. I mean, you cannot want to say you want to advance, you want to press into, all right, that which heaven has ordained for your life, amen. For your family, for your home, for your ministry, amen. For the nation, if 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 you don't have a resolve, amen, of courage, you will notice one thing that separated David, amen. As a man, God found it was that he was what he was courageous. He was courageous. Amen. Courage doesn't mean that amen, you you're not afraid of what you're seeing, but courage means that you know that you are able, all right, to conquer because you trust in a greater power. You trust in a greater force. Amen. You believe. You have faith in that which is be beyond you, all right. Fear, fear, fear becomes active when you when you when you fi- fix, amen, your strength on your own self. When you fix your eyes on yourself That's where people get afraid Because you measure what you're facing Based on what you are Based on what you have Based on what you know All right, That's why we say I cannot do it Because you measure You're measuring amen, your capacity Based on the capacity of your engagement amen, Based on what you see They stand before the Red Sea We're we done for we finish finished Red Sea How do we cross? You see Fear always becomes active When we measure All right, our position, our strength by what we see, not by who we connect to you see when you connect your your your, your challenge to who you know amen to the greater power to the greater source to god in your life then you know that no 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 <laughs> you are able amen because the bible says you can say to this mountain now you're not saying to the mountain amen be removed because yonder because you have you know this strength no it's because of the god that you depend on if you have faith your faith is the connecting rod your faith is the connecting channel amen to what you believe and faith is very active faith is personal faith is attitude. Faith is belief. Amen. Faith is a value. Faith is not just some something dangling in the air that you can't say. No, you can actually define the nature and the character of your faith. If you you can say to this mountain, so here is a people, amen, who are already defeated before they even go to war. They've been defeated. So, I mean, how do you enroll in a in a in a war and yet you know that you are not prepared for the war? Because this is the concept here. The Bible says, God said there are too many. Thirty-two thousand were captured by fear. Now we want to change the the morals, the, the the belief system of the society. This is something that I feel the government needs to do because I see a lot of thirty two thousand amen in our in our community, in our society, in our nation, all right, that believe that they cannot, that they believe that no, we cannot deal with this problem. We cannot deal. with, I mean, when you look at the issue of crime alone, when you look at you know crime in community, you look at gang, gangsterism, you look at drugs, you look at you know you know uh, 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 you know perversion, you you. You you look at how young people, all right, today are just being captured by the spirit of the age. You look at what is happening in schools, you look at even you know the weak morals of, of you know of of, of of you know of the of the teachers because what they can do what, what, what can they do their hands are even tight some of them to even to exact you know discipline on the children they, they are weak because the, the policy you know, that defines school institution as weakened in even the powers of the teachers so he so here's hitting he killing here he has all kinds of things i mean the last time we watched them you know uh, uh, this youtube video where you know a, a puppet in the school you know gave the teacher a slap I mean in, in cases like this, you ask yourself where, where do you even start from? In a situation where all right the, the, the state has been captured all right by by by, by, by you know by political factions and, and you know corruption. I mean, where do you start from? These are things that weakens the morale of society. People just give up. And that was where Gideon found himself, all right, in Gideon chapter six. That was I mean, everything has collapsed. This is where Abakuk found himself in Abakuk chapter one. In fact let me read Abba chapter 1. I like to read this scripture because it defines he has a prophet writing but this prophet is speaking from a position of what he's seeing going on in society. He says, "How long, O Lord, must I call for help, but you do not listen?" Or I cry out for uh, you know, he says he say, "How long do I how, how long, O Lord, must I call, but call for help, but you do not listen? Or I cry out There's violence but you did not save. He said, I'm kind of, see violence, Lord. There's violence all around. But he says, you did not save. He says, why do you make me look at injustice? I mean, when you look at our country, look, and not just our country alone, but look at what is going on in Africa. You see injustice. We can begin to expand on that concept of injustice, it is injustice where you know a, a sudden you know a, a part of the world will come to Africa and just take everything that defines our wealth and take it to their. Con- Take it to their country, amen. Refine it there, all right, and still bring it back to us to sell to us, and we still buy them. I mean, that is injustice. It is injustice to sell, amen, the, the wealth of this nation to, you know, to China, all right, and you keep, amen, the future impoverished, in bondage, amen, in, 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 in debts. That is injustice. It is injustice for people to turn their eyes against education of, of young children. Amen? I mean, children that, that we're saying they are the future. I mean, we have no, we have no, we have no clear, you know, policy to say every child will not just go to school, but must have quality education. That is injustice because when when you deprive children of quality education, not just education, quality education, then there is no future for the, for you know, for for such a society. Forget it. Forget, you know. I mean, I, I'm I'm looking at what is happening in the public schools. Public school that ought to be teaching, you know, a a, a you know courses that will enhance that will empower all right you know children as they grow up not just keep them in school to sit down and learn theory but help them all right help them to become computer savvy help them to become you know uh, 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 you know code you know co- you know uh, uh, coding you know uh, uh, entities where they can they, you know they, they can begin to write their own apps i mean these are things that already they're doing in some private schools all right? But in the public school They don't even know anything called coding At least most of them, 90% of the children don't know, Because you, you see coding As a kind of a special course all right? And if you want to do that You've got to pay so much But that is something that every child should be learning Every child should be learning how to code Because that is the future The future is technology You need to be investing in that So if you're not investing in that And you say the children are going to school What are you teaching them? What are you teaching them? You see, these are all things that we've got to speak into. Uh, You know, things like this must speak into the kind of mindset we cannot continue the kind of curriculum amen that we you know that we are using and we think we're going to be competitive amen in the future and we think our economy amen, is going to bounce back no it's not going to bounce back because we are still living in the analog concept amen of e-e- economic activity we've got to move into the new day we've got to come into amen a new concept amen where our life amen on you know is connected to the right resource that capacitate us to be able to advance, everybody has got potential. We've got to be able to see how we can harness the potentials of the people. So that is injustice. This is what Cook is crying. Cook says there is injustice. We I tell you, we can deal with the concept of injustice from different levels. He says there is injustice in the land. He says, Why do you tolerate wrong? He's like, Is God tolerating wrong? Hmm? So why do you toler- to- to- tolerate wrong? He says, Destructions and violence are before me. There is strife, there is conflict everywhere. This is where we need to begin to say, okay, God, how do we, how do we, how do we reverse this thing? Then, you, if you go to verse two, it says, "Then I will stand upon my watch." You see, he, he realized that, okay, yes, there's a complaint, but I've been I've been positioned in the wrong place. I need to reposition myself to hear what God is saying. And this is what we're doing. That, Amen. This broadcast, Amen, is a position, Amen, of of you know, if you will, you will call that the tower of God is is a position of the watch, Amen, is a position of the ramp where. We can hear where we can see where we can interact, Amen, with the heavenly speakings of God, with the with the with the demand of God for our life. Where we can receive a matching order. This is this is what every church, every 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 house to should be doing. When we do this, Amen, then we all can hear. We can receive clarity from heaven, and we know how to amen, engage. I will stand upon my watch, Amen, and station myself on the rampart. I will look to see what He will say to me and how I will answer to this. Complaint play. This is something we've got to understand. So so as the spirit of the Lord is demanding and requiring of us that we need sight, we need capacity, we've got to have the quality of, you know, of men and women. Amen. Who will not be part of this 32,000 who run away? Because they are afraid No, we don't want to be afraid We want to be courageous We want to be people of strength We want to be people, amen, who have been resourced. We want to be people who have been empowered want to be people who have been graced We want to be people who have insight We want to be people, amen, who can see Because our prophetic understanding, amen, has been updated Has been upgraded, amen We want to have that understanding Of how to engage The Lord said to Gideon There are still too many There are still too many men Take them down to the waters. Let me test them there for you. The Bible says this. Then, okay, then uh, in verse uh, verse five, so Gideon took them to the water. Then the Lord told him, separate those who lap the water with their tongue, as a dog laps, from those who kneel down to drink. Three hundred of them drank from the cup, you know, from the cup hand. Three of three, three hundred of them all right, 300 of them, 300 of them drank from a cupped hand, lapping like a dog, and the rest got down on their knees to drink, they buried their head in the water, they buried their head, all right, in their knees, they buried their head in the problem, oh, this is a solution, this is, all. Oh, let's, they were disqualified, the ones who knelt and lap, and, you know, got the water to drink like a dog, Bible says they were chosen. Now, listen to this. These are powerful principles and strategy we've got to understand in the selection, amen. In the election of the quality of men that God is looking for in our day men with the heart of David, amen. People amen, who are disciplined like the armies of Gideon, amen, who are able to position themselves, who see, who hear that which heaven is demanding for this new day and are able, amen, to match the demand of God because their life, amen, has been in alignment with the standard of God. Every high place in their life, amen, has been cast down. The wrong mindset, the wrong belief system, the high places, amen, have been dealt with, have been engaged daily. You've got to You've got to identify those high places. Let's not live our life as if, oh, those high places are not in existence you know they're in existence we know they're in existence but we want to deal with them, we want to deal with the high places in our government, we want to deal with them in our ministry, in the life of our leaders we want to deal with them in our homes, in our marriages amen, in the life of our children there should not be a place in our life that we cannot amen, identify the high place, we should be able to identify those high places amen, and bring them down, the Bible says casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts himself above the knowledge of God, bring them down to the obedience hallelujah, of our Lord Jesus Christ, That's what we want to do. So we identify the high places in our land. We identify the high places in our community. Like I said, the high places, amen, their mentality, their position of thought, their wrong wired concept of thinking. We've got to identify them. What is so unique, amen, in how we think that keeps us down, that keeps us limited, that puts us in a box, that stops us from advancing, that you know, hinder us from becoming what heaven, amen, I mean, there's no curse on Africa, you know, people say, oh, there's a curse in Africa, that's why Africa, you know, no, 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 it's not a curse, it's a wrong way of thinking, and we need to constantly armor on this thing, we need to constantly deal with this thing, we need to constantly highlight this thing, a lot of people are not going to like it, they will call you names, they will challenge you, they will fight you, you know, one of the things that, I mean, people that God has brought into my life or maybe somehow maybe found themselves into my life all right? and somehow they, they, they also left is because they don't want to align to standard. When you come into my life, when you come into my space, one of the things you're going to learn is there is standard. Because the moment you drop the standard of God, you cannot take people to the next level. In fact, when they come to the next level, they are going to become the weakling that the enemy is going to use to destroy whatever God wants to do. And so a lot of people that have come into my life, oh, but then they, have, they fall out. Why? Because they are not ready. When you point, you know, fingers, say, hey, there's something in your life, we need to deal with it. There's, some, there's a character that is that is not in al- 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 alignment. There is a attitude that is not, uh, oh, then they, they start stoning you, then they start, no. Because God said, bring them to the water, I'm going to test. God will bring us to the waters. You know why? Because he wants to use us. He wants to use us to do something great. But God is never going to use a person that he has not tried, that he has not tested. I mean, he tested Abraham. Check, check the scripture. Everyone that God used, they were all tested. They were all tested. They were all tested. God never uses amen, an instrument that has not been tested. That's why, first of all, he called the disciples to himself. Before he ever sent them out, he called them to himself. They stayed with him. They lived with him. Before he sent them out. You know, it's easy for us to come and gather, all right, while we we are not identified, all right. It's so easy for us to, that's why the concept of, you know, how we do church is too weak. We cannot really test people. We cannot, we cannot, we cannot vet people. We cannot really, amen, bring out the quality, amen, in the life of people with the concept of two hours church that we do. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. We're going to produce people who we think they are ready, who we think they are prepared. But guess what? When they get to the battleground, they're going to run away like, like the children of Ephraim. The Bible says the children of Ephraim, in the day of battle, ran away. They went hiding. So if we truly want to say we want to wake we want to awake a new order of people who have the capacity and the grace and the courage, then you need somebody. You need a leader that is not afraid. You need a leader, amen, that is not afraid to look at the people and challenge them and make demand on them, amen. And that is the kind of leadership. I believe that God is, um, you know, giving South Africa in 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 the person of Cyril maposa that amen He will look at things, amen, and not and not look at the face and uh, of the people and make demand and say if you you don't produce if you don't if you don't you know perform you will be removed that it's not going to be an issue of politics because i mean south africa's case has gone beyond just plain politics we are in a very serious condition right now we are in a very difficult position we need leadership amen that is not afraid we need leadership that is courageous we need leadership that is determined we need leadership amen that knows what is required like the sons of Issachar, amen and Point the finger. That's where we're going. We need leadership like David that is able to lead men to war. We need leadership, amen, that, that, that will not give in, that will not succumb. We need leadership that will not be oppressed and suppressed, amen, by the voice of the people. We need a leader who love the people, who honor the people, who respect the people, but that can lead the people. Hallelujah. So these are things that we've got to look into as I begin to round up this morning. These are the qualities. These are some of the qualities we've got to to embrace. These are the kind of lifestyle we've got to give to God. We have to look into our life. And guess what? Beyond, like I said earlier, beyond just us looking for one man to lead us, we have to begin to imbibe the quality of this leadership. Amen? When you're praying, you've got to begin to imbibe, God, make me a leader. God, help me to become that man, that woman that you're looking for. I surrender myself. I mean, in this day where, you know, they're celebrating, you know, you know, Father's Day. We want to become, a men, fathers, amen, that are true re- leaders in their homes. Fathers who can really bring order to their homes. You don't have to be screaming all around to be a father, amen. Your, your position, your posture, your values, your standard, amen, can bring order to your space. We can become a father, Amen. Who is honored? Who is respected, Amen? And 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 that has to do with value. You 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 must be a father who has an understanding of 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 the future, Amen. And you're preparing your children for that future, Amen. Not a father that is blind, or another father that has no sense of time, that has no sense of purpose. Not a father that's been kicked here and there. You don't want a father that makes the same mistake of the first man in the garden, Amen. We want a father reflecting the nature of the second man, the last Adam. We want A father that are led by the Spirit. We want a father, hallelujah, that are ready to sacrifice. We want a father that are ready, amen, to, to, to set the standard and say, Children, this is where we're going. Wife, this is where we're going. Amen. A father with vision, a father with clarity, a father with with authority, a father with grace, yet a father with love, with compassion, a father, hallelujah, who can play with the children, who can, who, 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 who is there, who is visible in the house, amen, yet brings honor and glory to God, because at the end of the day, he must become the standard of the father that we are proclaiming, that we are declaring, that we are manifesting in the in the earth. Our life, amen, must be a total reflection of the standard of God. We must live a life, amen, that is reflecting. When we read the scripture the scripture must read us when the scripture reads something in us that is not in alignment with the will of of god we've got to discard that thing i told people i said till jesus come i will never reduce the standard of the word of god amen for relationship no 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 i will never do that because at the end of the day that relationship is going to end sour so keep the standard high Amen. When you keep the standard high, sometimes you may not have, amen. Sometimes people may not walk with you. Sometimes, amen, you may be like a lone ranger. But guess what? When you get to the end of that which God, amen, will have you do, you will be bringing many sons into the kingdom. And this is the standard, this is the requirement. So let's keep our eyes on the Lord. Let's not be part of those, amen, who follow the flow, who who follow the jones, amen, who just, you know, go with the trend. Stand out. Amen. Be that city set on the hill. Be that lighthouse. Hallelujah. Let the people be able to say, Come, let us stream up to the house of Isaiah. Come, let's trim up high. Let's let's come. Let's go up there. Let's 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 you see. If people really want to walk with God, then they must be ready to come up high. They must be ready to, God has already come down to meet men. Now he's calling men to meet him. Hallelujah. We want to come to the heel of the Lord. We want to come to the place of his pleasure. We want to come to the place of his honor. We want to come to the place of his glory. We want to come to the place of his will. We want the will of God to be manifest in our life. We want to come into the place of divine proximity. We want our life to reflect the required standard of God for this new day. We want to see change take place in our nation. We want to see change Take place in our community, in our society, it starts with us, it starts with our view, it start with our value, it start with our understanding, it start with that which amen we value the most. Father, we thank you this morning. We appreciate you for your word, oh God, this day. We thank you for your truth that never changes, that never fails. The values of your kingdom that never lies. Thank you, Almighty God, that this day, as we raise the standard and the bar. Of that to which you have given unto us, Father. May our life be drawn to that standard. May our life be drawn to that pedestal of truth, O God. May we not ask you to come down again meet us where we are. No, we want to come to meet you where you are so that we can have light. We can have the authority to go out there and be indeed a standard. So we thank you this morning, O God. I pray for my brethren, O God, this morning that I've joined, O God, in this broadcast may you continue father to resource us may you continue to empower them may you continue to do a work in them oh god that will make them stand out oh god open their eyes illuminate their mind oh god bring them to a point oh god where they will begin to yes completely align and agree with your divine standard father open that door for them where they can go in oh god and reflect your light and glory to a world filled with darkness father we thank you we praise your name this morning, we pray, O oh God, for this day, as people celebrate Father's Day. Father, indeed, we pray that true fathers will be awakened in the days where we have absentee fathers in our society. Help us, Father, once again, to take our place. Help us, oh God, not to continue to point our accusing finger, but, oh Father, help us to rise up, to take our place and begin to, yes, walk in the capacity of being visible in society, in our homes, in our lives, O oh God. Help us, O oh God, to speak truth. Help us to speak truth to one another. Help us to speak truth in the name of Jesus. Help us to stand for truth. Help us to stand for the values of truth. Because indeed, it's true that make us true fathers. I thank you this morning that we will be courageous. We will not give up. We will be courageous in building our homes, in building our family, in building our marriages. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for grace. Let there be love. The love that that flows from the fountain of your word. The love that flows from the fountain of your word. Not the love that is sourced from the world system from humanistic philosophy. Father, we thank you this day. A change is taking place. We embrace this change. Let your name be glorified. We pray for the body of Christ this morning. As people who go this morning, go to their various places of worship, and we pray in Jesus' name that truth will be elevated above self. Truth will be elevated above the human agenda, about religious agenda that you alone will be glorified in the midst of the people Father, that your word, oh God, will open the eyes of the people to see that there will be indeed an adjustment oh God, for change in the name of Jesus, I thank you Father this morning, that your kingdom come, yes, to to our body to the body of Christ, your will is done, as it is done in heaven this morning, let it be done, in the name of Jesus, all across our nation, all across the globe, let the church of Christ arise! Let the truth arise! Let your kingdom come! We thank you, we honor you, we glorify you this morning for listening, for answering our prayer. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Well, I want to thank everyone this morning that has joined this broadcast. Thank you so much, those that are watching on uh, Facebook Live and those that are listening, all right on the radio. We want to thank you so very much. Well, enjoy your day. Have yourself a wonderful day. Uh, wonderful. Day, excuse me. God bless you. Bye bye.